find out what's inside that church. From producer J.J. Abrams, critics are calling Overlord a thrilling combination of action and horror. And now it's 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Overlord, rated R, in theaters and IMAX November 9th, directed by Julia Savory. Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out smalleyinstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Welcome back to another episode of Smalley Marriage Radio. This is your host, Michael Smalley, and today we are continuing our series on Married on Purpose. Married on Purpose. Gotta have a purpose, baby. Love it. Yes, you do. And I know it kind of sounds unsexy, but many of the things that bring back the passion, the romance, the excitement in your marriage might not initially sound overly exciting. Hey, how's this for a pitch on an opening show? <laughs> I think it's about... I don't even want to continue listening. No, I, <laughs> I think it's about meaning. And I think we all want to have meaning in in our lives. We don't just want to be just going through the motions in what we do. Well, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on my terrible intro and opening to this new series we're doing called Married on Purpose. And, you know, the first episode we did was about developing your dream statement mm-hmm. and how many couples, I mean, they'll go through an entire marriage without ever really thinking about who are we, right. what are our goals in life, what do we want to be known for, what's our purpose. Mm-hmm. And and so hopefully that that podcast got things sparked for you. Yeah. It, you know what? And I told you, and I was right, that um, our mission statement, our dream oh, statement right. would be very similar. I was terrified. Full disclosure, I... Yeah, I don't know why. Well, it's because we're so different. But this is the reason why I think that that worked out, is that, Michael, you and I have struggled, and we are so different, but because we've done some of the things that we're going to be talking about today, we have resolved to live our life with win-wins. We have come to a conclusion that we want to do what is going to be unique to us and it's going to be in common. And if we have to wrestle with each other, you know, through conflict, through whatever, oh, stop. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant. You know, no. So we, we've wrestled through enough and we do influence each other enough, I feel like, that we've our values have started to, you know, we're, we're, we're into, you know, almost 25 years of this. And so I think that because of that, because we've allowed each other to be influenced by each other, that our dreams have, they, they've kind of, we had an overarching dream. Right. And then it's gotten more and more specific as we've gone 
further and further down the road. And I think that as couples can start to recognize that, okay, wait a minute, maybe I don't want maybe philanthropy, maybe missions work. It's not my top, but it's a very, very big one for my spouse. So then I need to, we need to develop what would that look like in our marriage that we may not be going overseas, but we may go to a, uh, you know, to an outreach program, you know, locally and what that might look like and, and get those values on the same track so that you can feel God's love flowing into you and then out because that's what really what we're made for. We're made to get to know God. We're made to, to be used by him, well, to, to give God, him glory, to love him and love others. Exactly. And if that's the case, then we need to be able to share the love of Christ with people. And, and that's, that's the biggest purpose. So last episode, we said that we would combine yes. our mission statement. We didn't give it on the episode, but I did post it on that episode's you know page on our website. And so this week, we're going to start off here on dream implementation. So that's what we're going to try to hit today is now that you've kind of landing on your, you know, dream vision for your marriage, mm-hmm. how do you kind of put that, how do you start putting that into practice? But let's start. So here's, and I'm actually very proud of this. Mm-hmm. I am too. Yeah. So, and not just because I was the one that mainly wrote it based on both of our notes. Uh, well, you're very good at that. You're Combined. terrible at first drafts. I, I You'll never right. come up with a first draft. First draft is very hard for me. It is. I mean, like one or two sentences I can maybe come up with, but yeah. I know, because you overthink it. I do overthink it. And I can just bleh, it all out on the paper. <laughs> and then you make it sound pretty. <laughs> so here's our combined dream statement that we landed on. That's a win-win, which we will be explaining in more detail today. But to honor God and others by relentlessly pursuing authentic relationships, valuing hospitality, self-awareness, diversity, adventure, joy, and freedom in Christ. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I don't know how you know everybody else is going to top that. I think we should have people post theirs, and uh, yeah, they, onto, as a comment, and see you know, and we'll judge whether or not theirs is better than ours. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. That turned quickly. No, that would be cool, though, if you guys want. And maybe I'll even give you, you know what I'll do? What's that? And that's only if I remember. (laughs) No. For those of you that come to our website, to this podcast episode's page, which will be titled Married on Purpose Dream Implementation, if you post your dream statement, and we select yours as the winner, we will give you for free the Transform Your Marriage in 31 Days online course, which is like several hundred dollars. Several hundred. No, it is. No, I no, I get it. No, I bet it was so- that came across very mocking. <laughs> like, ah, no, no, no. What it was is, it, is it, no, what I think is funny is that you, that you didn't have like a definite price. I know. <laughs> You're like, I was and like, the reason why <laughs> it's, ju- no. <laughs> it's like, is it on it's, sale right now? It's is it not? Multiple is hundreds it of dollars <laughs> that I can promise so you that, because there's a lot of stuff on it. Uh, yeah, and it's wicked cool, and it drips the content to you. 
Yeah. So you don't get overwhelmed by like signing up for a course and be like, okay, there's 74 lessons here. Which one? No, I, I designed it specifically to take you through a 31 day experience where at the end you really can transform your relationship. Let me just and say, no, I don't know specifically. See, now you see, got the, me. I'm just wondering if you would have said a specific number and not worried if whether or not it was right or wrong, but because I was here, no, no, then I you worried it. about it. No, I would have done it. You would have, you would have done a price, just thought, no, from no, the top I would have. I would have okay, done the same thing. Okay, I'm just wondering. I would have panicked and thought, okay. oh, okay. I can't think of the. That's okay. pretty funny. Okay. And just you know what's even better that we did for the listening audience is I gave a real life example of a false negative belief. <laughs> it's just a negative belief. No, I know you hate the term <laughs> false negative belief. I don't know why you struggle means, with that. Neg- it's false. <laughs> it is inaccurate. My negative belief was. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why don't you just say but negative belief? It was belief? inaccurate. <laughs> I don't know why you struggle with this. But isn't a negative belief just something like no, a judgment? A, a negative belief could be totally accurate. I could be going, wow, you were really judging me. And you're like, I was. That's an accurate negative belief. Okay. Then there are false ones that aren't okay. even accurate. All right. Like okay. I'm judging you. Okay. Right. Are you finally on my side on this one? Maybe I'll probably still say negative belief, but you no, can you say can. false negative belief. You, you, you can choose to say that that way. Man, we're frisky. And not in like a sexy way. <laughs> no, this is good. I'm ready to fight because I'm. Oh, you are. I'm not I'm even hungry. Totally relaxed. I'm. T- I'm not. This well, doesn't bother me at all. And I was gonna look at what the cost is. Here we go. I'm on smalleyinstitute.com, and on the homepage, you can go step two. It says, "Hey, transform your marriage in 31 days." Mm-hmm. Yeah, 287 bucks. See, that so is. I'm like- gonna give them free. So go to smalleyinstitute.com. Click on this podcast episode, which is Married on Purpose, Dream Implementation. Post your dream statement, and we're going to pick a winner. This is a contest. It just became a contest. Woohoo! Very exciting. So ours is, again, to honor God and others by relentlessly pursuing authentic relationships, valuing hospitality, self-awareness, diversity, adventure, joy, and freedom in Christ. Now, here's what, okay, so as you begin to try to implement and live out this dream statement, we want to encourage you to start off by first validating each other's dreams. So hopefully this was a combination, which you and I Mm -hmm. combined the things that we really value. Mm -hmm. But you want to be able to validate. Your official dream statement should be a healthy combination of both your desires, right? Those diamonds that you hopefully wrote down after that first episode. Matthew 7, 12 says, do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. The reason that seven Matthew 7, 12 stands out to me, especially in validating, is when you validate someone, what do we want most? We want validation. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I want Amy to go, hey. Well, that sounded great. I or, hear wow. you. And yeah. I appreciate that. And this is who you are. That's and really I accept cool. You. Exactly. So then do that for each other. Mm-hmm. And then as as you move along, and and I know you're like hyper prepared for something. I well no, it's you got this, your reading glasses I, on. I, <laughs> I don't know when though you're coming in. You keep going. All right. So here's number three. Ask what you what what you can do to further develop and encourage each other's dreams. 
right? So what do you think would be the best way for us? So like I could ask Amy, mm-hmm. because you put authentic relationships. That was sort of your part. Mm-hmm. And and so I want to make sure, and this is where couples get in trouble all the time, is I might hear authentic relationships. Well, I know what an authentic relationship looks like or sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Well, if I don't ask you, I could be way off. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up being offensive and hurtful. So what I want to do with Amy is go, hey, so what do you think, Bay, would be the best way for us to pursue authentic relationships? And, and what does that even mean to you? Well, to me, authenticity means that I'm free to be who I am. You're free to be who you are. And we don't try to, I I think there's a difference between sharing all your junk just to share your junk. And another thing to being able to, and, and not, and that coming across as almost like dishonoring, like for me to say, oh yeah, Michael is, you know, oh gosh, she just never puts the toilet seat down or whatever, you know, oh, I'm, I don't, I know, I, I'm saying something that's not giving true. Giving her a husband. I'm look. saying that that's not true, but you know, something or, or I'll out you on something that, you know, is totally inappropriate. Now that's not really being authentic. That's being kind of mean and using a group group session to basically browbeat you on something. That's not really being authentic. But if we've learned anything, we've learned through these podcasts and through these, what does it look like? There's a lot of things that are going on that we're sharing our feelings and our needs with each other and we're communicating those feelings and needs to other people. So if I do get you know, offended. If my feelings do get hurt, we talk it through. So I'm not only to me living in authenticity means that I do that not only in our relationship, but in the relationships that I have with others. That's good. And then you might ask me something like, you know, what kind of adventure you, we talked about adventure, how we want to value adventure and we want to do it through adventure. That was was your big one. Yes. So, um, what kind of adventure would be fun or, you know, exciting to you? Well, I think adventure for me is going to be travel. Yeah. Would you have guessed that? I'm just curious. Yeah. You're good at that. I'm terrible. I have no analytical ability at all. (laughs) I really don't. I, I'm so bad at, which is why, maybe that's why I emphasize this a lot, that you need to ask clarifying questions, because I don't get things so really well. I don't put information together well that other people, that you can do well. So really, you're not analytical on purpose. I mean, like, God created you that way, yeah. and which is a good thing. That is. It's kind of like well, a... You're trying to validate me even more, aren't you? <laughs> But I do think we should click pause. I I do think that, you know, the the if I am good at something or better at something than you say, I am better at analytically kind of putting stuff together. And and if that is true and you honor that in me and say it's something that's not I, I don't, you know, I don't look at you and go, why can't you just figure this out? Um, but right. I love that you will belittling. ask the question that love that you'll ask, ask the question. Okay. What does this mean to you? Because to me, there's a lot of these, you know, like adventure. I, I I'm better at adventure and fun. You are. That's now you for will sure. have fun. When and I, I get I've you learned there. how to, I, I do have fun and but I, I, gotta get I you will there. say, I will say back in our yellow days, don't you think I was kind of fun? I was fun. I participated in all the fun stuff. You, I you always participate. 
you always participate. But that's, no, I didn't come up with the things. Like you, I think when people meet you, and when I met you, it wasn't necessarily the fun thing. That's not necessarily what said. No, but it was because you might be saying fun, but maybe what you should be saying, or how I see it, is more passion. Like mm-hmm. you have an energy and excitement about yeah, you, just about life. But you're in not general. like a, like I feel like I easily come across as a goofball, which is what I yeah. sort of look at as fun. You know that yeah. person's fun, and like you're fun to hang with, but that's not your that's not your thing. Like I'm you're not, not goofy. waking up going, "What are we gonna do?" That's fun today. Yeah, I'm I not. Do. I'm not goofy. You're a little more goofy, wow. and that's, that's what fun. I said. Okay. Yeah, you I could see. Highlight it. <laughs> Jeez. But so okay. So so point is is that for me, adventure is going to center around a lot around travel. Mm-hmm. Which again, you, you may have heard adventure, and you may have gone with. Well, he wants to do more hiking. Yeah, in Colorado, which, which I, I don't mind, but that that's not necessarily maybe what I would have been thinking about. Actually, mm-hmm. it is. It I is. You want to do? That. I want to do that next summer. Oh, oh, okay. I know. We're gonna have to fit it all in. I don't know how we're gonna. Oh, do we're all. we're going on <laughs> so, so many adventures. Many, next there's so summer. many adventures that are coming amazing. our way. Yeah. So the point is, as you're trying to implement your dream, mm-hmm. you need to ask each other and and not only validate each other's different aspects of your dream statement, mm-hmm. but then also dig a little deeper to make sure you understand what each other meant by kind of their core diamonds that they mm-hmm. wanted in let that state. Let me just ask you this. Okay. I, cause we are almost empty nesters. Our kids are, you know, like well, basically yeah, our youngest I mean. is 16 driving himself to school. We're meaningless. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, and he, we don't have to really worry about him getting into too much trouble. He's just, a, he just, you know, he doesn't want to bother us. So no, he doesn't want to be said, a hassle. I don't, I don't want to be a hassle. So I'll just be compliant and, and, you know, and do what you guys tell me to do. Cause I don't want to be a bother. So that's kind of who he is, but let's just say that there's someone, uh, say, say it's, say it's the husband and we've got little kids, like little kids. What would adventure look like? For him, you know, what did it look like for you, say, when our kids, when we were... Honestly? Were, yeah. Having a chill date night on the back porch in Branson, okay. Missouri with a bottle of wine <laughs> and some cheese. <laughs> Remember, I used yeah. to go, like, find selected cheese, and we'd experiment <laughs> with the cheese. That was when... I, would, I think we did se- or some kind of radio This was, or like, pre-Apple Music, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I think I had serious satellite we radio. Yes. Yeah, and I. But that okay. was fun for me. That was adventure. We went into Chicago too because we were at Wheaton, and oh, that right. was adventure. Yeah, when we almost killed. Yeah. Our one of our children, Cole, uh, the oldest. We oh were yeah. Ro- rollerblading, <laughs> and we and didn't that woman's like yelling at us, and we're like, "What's her problem?" And he was like hanging he was off like, the front as we're going forty miles an hour. We didn't have him strapped in. No. Yeah. We were young and that totally was, immature, and irresponsible. But you know what? They get they hey they've all survived. Hey. Well, yeah, they did. Cole's out of the home and working, so 
Now, if he, you know, kicks the can, it's, that's his problem. <laughs> Bless that is not heart. our fault. So, so it does look different and it can look simple because I'm just thinking about that. We do have the option now to travel. Your mom lives with us so she can be with David. We can, we can do different yes. things. We can take different well, speaking and engagements and do all well. that. And with our kids. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So as you are validating each other's dream statements, as you are digging in and, and going deeper and mm-hmm. asking those clarifying questions, Ultimately, with your dream statement, if you're going to implement it, it has to wind up being a win-win statement. If it's not a win-win dream statement, then you're never going to implement it. So -hmm. if there are elements of the dream statement that you actually don't agree with, we got to eliminate those things because the only thing a husband and wife can ultimately land on is a Mm win-win. And and sometimes we know, especially Christian couples can get hung up on what's biblical and a man's role and a woman's role. And and so we wanted to address here briefly that, you know, what does a win-win mean biblically? And sort of the key text that we're going to use is Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. And I'm going to read, you know, we have both versions on this podcast episode page, but I'm going to read the message version because I love the message. And I know you deep theologians out there are going to get all worked up and say it's not a translation. That's Probably fine. relationally, the message works really well. For me, now, it's uh, huge because well, it's like the first time the Bible really popped off the page right. for me. Right. And I know some of you will read other versions, and that's great. So, can I read it? Sure. This is Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 from the message. Watch what God does, and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents... Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Watch what God does, and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him. And oh, wait, it's going, it's repeating itself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's humiliating. I don't know why the Bible.com thing is doing that now. When you copy things, I'm like, <laughs> when I looked at this after I copied it, I mm-hmm. thought, man, that seems longer than what it should be. And so here, I will delete that. So to give everything of himself to love, love like that. Mm-hmm. That's how it ends. And so, in essence, for me, now that I've totally butchered that scripture reading out of the message, man, it I am sounded off. good though. It sounded so really off. good. I was like, man, this feels I, like know. I just read it. It was like the most radical deja vu, and it really was. <laughs> so, here's what a win win for me looks like in a marriage be like Christ, people. Stop it. Stop getting hung up on the minutiae of things. Ultimately, if you call yourself a follower of Christ or a disciple of Christ, your entire goal in life is to be like him. Mm-hmm. How did he live his life? He sacrificed. He laid it down. He served. He loved unconditionally. That's what a win-win is, is that it's, it's serving each other. So nobody gets to dominate if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. You get to serve. Mm-hmm. There, I'm off my soapbox. I want to say... That the re- one of the biggest reasons why I feel like win-win is so important, and it doesn't have to do with 
so much of um, a hierarchy, so much as it needs to address, your win-win needs to address at core the sin that can happen in a relationship, which can, it can be pride and humility. And there are so many stances that we can take as a couple when we want to win that we will be operating in pride, as in, I know what's right, you don't, so I need to win because I know. When you have a win-win, it allows you and it makes you, it almost forces you to get to a place of analyzing yourself, which that's one of our biggest goals, is to have the self-awareness of knowing, is this actually scripture? Is this actually um, from God or is this my pride? And then on the other hand, sometimes being sacrificial means that I'm able to lay down my life. I'm able to go that extra mile to be humble. Either one of those, addressing both of those, the pride, the humility, when we walk in humility, we are walking in not only just the fruits of the spirit, but we are also walking in life and life abundantly. Because when we walk in pride, then we are walking and we are closing ourselves off to the influence and to the love of God. Now, it was so funny. So if you don't mind, I would love to read the NLT or you read the NLT. Want me to read it? Yeah. So this is the New Living Translation of Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, and it is not double copied. Okay, good. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Okay, I I cued in on the pleasing aroma to God. And this was, okay, so Paul is talking right here, and then I'm studying in um, 2 Corinthians, and Paul's talking again about an aroma or fragrance. And it's, you know, he's using that um, that that sim- symbolism or that imagery again. And I was thinking through that and I, and I went back and I was like, aroma, imagery, you know, wow, what, what is that about? And, and, oh, I was just studying about that. And, um, and it, you know, in this Ephesians, I'm sorry, in second Corinthians two, let me see in second Corinthians two 14, it's, it's talking about here, but thanks be to God who in our Christ always leads us in triumphal procession. So that to me says triumphal procession means you're going to be on the right path. You're on the right path if you have the you have this dream statement and you Amy and Michael your dream statement says what you are to honor God and honor others and you are you know your goal and your specific thumbprint for your family for your marriage for your ministry looks this way and if it looks this way then you may there may be different things that are that may come up, different um, detours, different um, obstacles that may come up. But you, God promises that there's going to be a triumphal per- procession, and it's going to um, basically spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere, and that for we are the aroma of Christ to God among those. And so here we have it again, the aroma, uh, the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. If we can think about our lives and the dream that we have in our life 
is to be able to to love God, to honor God, and to honor others. There's a giving and a receiving that that takes place in that. And you specifically have a have a way that you do it as a family, as a marriage, you know, in your marriage. And the way that you do it specifically, you're walking that out. That aroma, that sweet, I want people, when they experience me, I want them to experience the love of Christ. The the love of Christ, even maybe in difficult situations, I want them to be able to experience some of the peace of Christ, some of the peace of God, the peace that passes understanding when someone goes, wow, I can't believe you're reacting that way. I I mean, I will tell you, um, your best friend Jason, I was talking to yesterday and he's going through a really tough situation right now. And he has a piece that, you know, I'm like, there's a part of me, I'm like, man, I have a way to go, way to go. You know, I, I want to be Did mature you hear like that. that. Jason? I yeah. hope you're hearing this. My <laughs> wife is finally impressed by you. Exactly. Yeah, because he can't be. It's a only little taken go- 25 right. years. Yeah, can be a little. He can be a little goofy, and you guys can get into trouble pretty easily. But yes, I'm just saying. But he, when I talked to him yesterday, and I was trying to encourage him, I, 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 my, what I would love to do is I would love to be able to be a blessing to people. You know, every single day. And so God, if God puts someone on my heart to try to bless or to try to give an encouragement to, I'm trying to do that because I'm really, truly trying to live out my purpose in life. And so I did that with him. And then he called me back like a couple days later and he was like, I want to let you, thank you so much for that. And da, da, da. And I'm just, you know, I'm asking him questions and I'm in awe of just the peace that he has. And and I'm going, dang, I really got a long way to go because I've been through a hurtful situation and I am six months removed from it. And he's like two or even Not a month, even, yeah, two or month. three, and he's way farther along um, than I am in that situation. Wow. I mean, I'm going to have to give Jason the link. You <laughs> <laughs> feel so good. No, I mean, all I got to say is preach it, girlfriend. Because that's what I appreciate about you is the depth that you can bring when you read something. And, and it just gets me super excited about because, you know, we're planning and mm-hmm. we're going through the process of planting a church again. And I've told you that you're going to be up there with me and you keep resisting your calling. I- so knock it off. <laughs> Accept it because you do a great job. And, and here's where we're going. And we're about to land this plane on this episode. But as you're trying to implement your dream, your dream statement, that's your GPS for your Mm -hmm. marriage. This is why it's so critical, is that it keeps you on track in terms of what really matters to the two of you. And you're living with purpose, which God, you know, that's why prayer is an important part of developing that statement. And what is God's vision for you? What does he want you to be doing and focusing on? And who does God want you to be known as, right? And so when you're living that out, it's really your GPS system. So here's, you know, here's the thing that we'll close with is what could possibly keep you from implementing this dream statement that you developed? That's a big question. Yeah. Right? Because you might kind of go through everything and then and then fail. And we don't want you to fail. And so practically, what's going to keep you from implementing your dream statement? Well, First and foremost, if you're going outside of what God's will is for your marriage, you're probably going to fail. And then, Even if you get a success on a worldly standard, you're going to fail ultimately. Don't 
do this outside of what God's will is for your marriage? Oh, man. And I think for me, I had a big awakening and a big piece of there, there is good and then there is best. And yeah. sometimes God will tell you, I need you to let go of what is good for me to lead you to what is best. And, and you know, or even sometimes God will take something away that is good to lead you to what is best. And that is, man, that sometimes that's the hardest thing. Obviously, if we know going outside of marriage, if we're, you know, yeah, if we're having affairs, we're doing this, getting involved in habitual sin and stuff like that. Yeah, we kind of know. You should kind of know that's going to get you off track because sure. you're, kind of your behaviors off track and your heart's getting off track and you're accepting things in your life that well, are just not good for you. Maybe it's not even that dramatic. Maybe maybe God's will is something different and what you're doing is playing it safe. Right. right? You're settling for what's good versus what's best. Taking the job that's easier or safer or you feel mm-hmm. more secure than doing what really he called you to do. Mm-hmm. So going outside of God's will is a way that you can sabotage living out your dream statement. Just being too busy. I mean, how mm-hmm. many times we run into families where they allow their children to be involved in way too many activities simultaneously, mm-hmm. right? I mean, our general rule of thumb is keep your kid involved in one thing at a time. You don't want them doing swimming and gymnastics. Well, and-, and I don't. I think it, I think even adults, just in adult world, can do that. I yeah, mean, I can remember. I'm going to go back to the conversation I had with Jason. He, Jason said, "You know what?" He goes, "Why didn't I've we really have Jason had, on?" For this uh, we needed to to be able to. He goes, "You know, I feel like myself again." He said, "I've yeah. had some time, and I feel like myself again because sometimes you get so busy, even in ministry, of doing the details of X, Y, and Z that you lose sight of asking the question, God, how do you want to use me today?" Who do you have? Who am I going to walk past? Who am I? Who needs encouragement for me today? But you can get so busy on spreadsheets or on you know cost analysis that you forget. Wait a minute! I'm supposed to be in relationships, and there are people around me that need need encouragement. They need God's love. They need God's grace. Yeah, no, they do. And another way that we can sabotage living this out is we, we might be trying to do, we might be trying to do too many parts of that dream statement all at once. Mm -hmm. So rarely when you're trying to change things in your life, don't try to do a hundred things at one time because you're going to fail. Focus in on one aspect of that dream statement at a time, build it up as a habit and then move on to the next thing. And then the next thing. And so if you try to tackle too much at once, that is an easy way to get in trouble. And then lastly is if you're not being honest about the win-win. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're being dishonest and you're going, no, no, that's a, that's a win. And it's not, then you're, you're, you've already sabotaged it mm-hmm. because you don't want to do anything as a couple that isn't a win-win. You guys both have to be on board. You both have to agree to it. And you both got to be able to move forward and when it's a win-win, that's when you can do these things in harmony and it's when you'll have the right energy to actually pull it off. Absolutely. It's making me think about, you know, David's wife probably will not need to be very high on the adventure because he does not. He just wants to stay home. He just he wants to be a homebody. It's like that's, you know, so for him, that might not be a one, but he could say, oh, yeah, I like that, and then go along with it. And we've taken him on some amazing trips that he seemed like he was going to be excited about, but then didn't. And so we've just 
that's not so fun when he buys in on stuff but really doesn't. Well, next week on the podcast, we're going to wrap up this short little series called Married on Purpose with The Pathway. Mm. So now that you're on the path and you're trying to live this thing out and you're implementing your dream statement, there is something that we're going to talk about on next week's episode. And I'm not even going to give you the word. I highlighted it on the notes for Amy. Oh, I really want to say it. I know, but we're not. We're not going to say it. Okay, we're not going to say it. But this word is so flippin' important that when you ignore it, everything in your life is going to (laughs) fail. I don't know. (laughs) Well, yes, yeah. It's good. It's a good word. It It is. is. It's a good word. You're going to have to come back and listen for that coming up next week on Smalley Marriage Radio. That we had to see Yeah, I wanted To be the melody Above the noise Above the hurt I was young Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Find out what's inside that church. From producer J.J. Abrams, critics are calling Overlord a thrilling combination of action and horror. And now it's 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Overlord. Rated R. In theaters on IMAX November 9th. Directed by Julia Savory.